0: Hey, hey, Michigan Maniacs! This is the Michigan Maniac Podcast, and I am your host, Adam Brewer. This is the Ask Me Anything episode. Fast becoming, actually, by looking at the numbers, one of the most popular next to the reaction episode, so I'm pretty excited about that, because I wasn't even really going to do one, because I just figured mailbags are so played out, but hell, you guys love them, and you guys keep coming up with great questions. Um... Before we get into it, let's do the housekeeping. Guys, go to YouTube, uh, subscribe, uh, get videos out there. Check everything out there. Also, go to the social media aspect of this, which is um, Facebook and uh, Facebook fan page, Michigan Maniac Podcast. Then go to the Instagram, uh, same same name, Michigan Maniac Podcast. Uh, that's, you know, where I make the memes, where I put up the news, where I talk to you guys, where you guys leave the answers. It's all pretty fantastic. Uh, also guys, uh, go to Apple Podcasts, iTunes, uh, wherever it'll allow you or shoot actually do that. Then also go to the fan page, leave a review, right? Hit me up on the DM on uh, Instagram. Let me know your full name, what platform you left the uh, review on, and your address, and I'll go ahead and send out a sticker. You guys, I am down to very few because uh, I have a little bit of a marketing thing going on on the Ohio State game, so uh, limited. Uh, the product is limited, but I'm still happy to th- see that you guys are totally buying into this, so it's awesome. Um, now let's get into the ask me anything, right? Um, first, very first question. Uh, now this goes out to the guy who asked me a question last week. And because, as you guys know, last week I was in a hurry to catch a plane. And I had a bunch of stuff I had to do. So, if last week's episode sounds a little rushed, because it was, I'm sorry about that. I have all the time in the world tonight. So, trust me, this is going to be a good one. Um... Ryan, sorry, buddy. I did not mean to disrespect by not knowing your name. I just was a little out of sorts, so not uh, not the greatest look on me. But Ryan sends one hell of a question once again. If we bitch smack Michigan State, and it, and ah, if I can read, hold on, let me try that again. Take two. If we bitch smack MSU. And Indiana then pulls off a win in the game. Do you consider it a successful season after the preseason hype, and st- with still no Big Ten championship? Yeah, you know. Okay, so this is how I always kind of rank a season. Just because, you know, being a Michigan fan, I think you always uh, are a bit of a damaged goods. You know, you never expect anything good for me. Uh, I just my whole goal every year is win the Big 10 and beat our our rivals. And for such a long time it was always Notre Dame, Michigan State and Ohio State. Now it's occasionally Notre Dame and then it's always Michigan State and Ohio State. So, with that being said, every year I always say let's win the Big 10. First, let's win the division. Let's win the Big 10. And then let's uh, beat our rivals. So, with that being said, if we can beat Notre Dame, Michigan State, and Ohio State, which I think we will, (sighs) yes, not being in the Big Ten Championship or making it to the playoffs does hurt. But I'll be honest, um, we can hope for some things, and I'll address that in a minute uh, later on in in this show. But, uh, We're not completely 100% out of this, I don't think. But, yes, I think it would still be a great success for us, especially, one, because we've never beaten Ohio State under Harbaugh, and that would be a huge get for us, right? After all the fucking pain and bullshit we've gone through, just to get a win against Ohio State, huge. I think we're going to fucking, like you said, we are going to bitch smack fucking Michigan State. And then I think we'll we'll do the same to to Indiana. I know we've had I know we've had our problems in Bloomington. I get it, but still, I think this team's different. I know I'm crazy, uh, but yeah, no, I think I think it still is a success because so that's something you can do in recruiting. You can sell that. You can be like, look, we're the do- most dominant team in Michigan in the state of Michigan. We own that rivalry now. We now have a win against Ohio State. Why? Because look at Ryan Day. He can't coach for shit. He had all this talent, and they couldn't beat us. We beat them with all that talent, everything going for them. So why would you want to go to Ohio State right before the fall? Because every other, like, brand name or traditional college has ever had a fall. They've all had it. USC, UCLA, Michigan. Uh, Alabama, Miami, Florida State—I mean, go over the list. They've all, we've all gone through droughts and awful, awful teams. This is the only team that hasn't done it, and they're getting ready to. And it, I know it doesn't look like that now, but if we beat them, this is huge for recruiting. And yes, I think it's a—I think it's one hundred percent a uh, successful season because look at what it's setting—it's setting the table for. That's what we have to look at this from now on. Let's just say we don't even make it to the Big Ten title game, right? What does this season, how does this season actually set the table for the following seasons to come? And the recruiting, and the championships, and all that, right? And beating Ohio State, Michigan State, Notre Dame, and dropping the ball when we should have tied Penn State and gone to overtime. This is one hell of a season you can build on. This is a sturdy foundation. Um, second question from uh, Casey Scott. In your opinion, what needs to change or continue to improve the in, uh, to improve in order for this year's Michigan team to beat Ohio State on the 30th? Well, I think we have pretty much everything we need right now, but the one thing I would love to see is sure up, right? And this is what Ryan Day, from what I've seen, banks most of his attack on, right, is the run up the middle. We have to be able to stop Dobbins. That's that's the 100%. Uh, that's the biggest key we got, other than making every drive count, is that we have to stop that run up the middle. And that would be the one thing where I think we're kind of uh, slim at right now only because i truly believe our coaching mindset is one of like a central michigan where we're like well we have to grow these kids we can't overdo it blah 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 chris hinton's finally getting some run in at uh defensive tackle um i would love to see mozzie smith get in there more often we just need meat in the fucking middle to break up runs the stuff runs to allow our running our our running backs to allow our middle linebackers and our you know our other i was gonna say whatever our vipers and then the wills and all that kind of linebacking core to actually make plays scrape and make plays they will attack the middle they're going to. We need to be... Because, I mean, what was our biggest problem against Wisconsin? I know we're a much different team now. But one of the biggest problems we had against Wisconsin is that they would eat us alive in the middle because we didn't have enough meat to slow shit down. Right? That's what I would love to see. That's the one thing I'd say we need to change because overall, I, we are faster. And I think we are comparable. To the 2016 defense, and I bet you, if I were to go position by position, uh, we this defense is has probably more talent. Now, in certain positions, right, like Khalil Hudson or Jabril Peppers, uh, you'd probably go with Jabril Peppers, right, uh, at defensive tackle. That for sure, they're way more, way, way more talented in the defensive tackle area with Glasgow and, uh, Brian Monet and Leonard Marshall, and then, yeah, Leonard Marshall, yeah, shit, Mo Hurst. I mean, come on. They were talented. The real thing that hurt us this year is Aubrey Solomon. I'll be quite honest, man. If we had Aubrey Solomon right now, and you could put in, uh, a defensive tackle tandem of, uh, Dwumfour and Aubrey Solomon, or Carlo Kemp and Aubrey Solomon, or you know, we would have no problems. But Aubrey Solomon leaving us for lame ass Tennessee, I get it, he probably was homesick or whatever, but that really hurt us. So, yeah, I think that's it. The run up the middle. Outside of that, I think we're better in every position. I think we're more aggressive in every position, and I think the team speeds much better. So, I really do think now, listen. Uh, yeah here's the one thing that could also we need to improve is throwing the fucking ball but I mean we're not gonna do it right we're, we're there's no chance in hell fucking Shay Patterson gets benched so yeah that's what we need to do Shay needs to make some big boy fucking passes and he's been doing it I mean he's been trying but still, that's another one. Defensively, though, that's the biggest thing. The run up the middle, we need to stop that. And then just hope that fucking college football Jesus is on our side when it comes to the offensive side of everything. Because if not, we might be fucked. Um, is Minnesota real? And do they have a chance against Penn State? Now, uh I do not believe they're real. I think they're garbage. I think they're worse than garbage, actually. And I would hope and pray that Michigan someday could have a schedule as fucking simple as this. If we had this schedule, we might be in the top four. People would be sucking our dicks right now if we had this schedule, because we'd be 8-0 as well. Let's just take a look at this fucking schedule, and somebody tell me if they're for real. Now, I want to tell you why I hope they're for real, but... Plus, I mean, come on. This fucking P.J. Flack dude is going to, I can't stand him. Okay, but let's get to it. South Dakota State. <laughs> they beat him 28-21. South Dakota State. They needed two overtimes to beat Fresno State at Fresno State. Then they liked only winning by three points so much, they did it again against Georgia Southern. Now you can say that's all three of those happened at the beginning of the season. They're a much better team. Okay, that's fine. After the after their bye week, they beat at Purdue. They won 38-31. Then they beat Illinois. All right, forty to seventeen. Then they beat Nebraska, thirty-four to seven. Then they beat the Almighty Rutgers at Rutgers, forty-two to seven. And then they beat up on Maryland. All right. Now let me ask you something. In there, in any of those eight games. Do you see a top 50 team? A hey, literally Nebraska's a joke, Rutgers who gives a fuck, Maryland's embarrassing, Illinois is the only one with their defensive uh abilities, now with their well, opportunistic ability to always be able to get that fumble. It's the only one on this whole fucking schedule that I've see right now that's even worth a damn. And they're 8-0 and no people are sucking their dicks. This is outrageous. No, I think they're garbage, and I think they're going to get blown out by Penn State. But what I hope really happens is that P.J. Fleck finds some weird fucking uh you know, uplifting passage that he can really fucking jam down the throats of his teammate or of his team for the, this next week that somehow, some way they buy in 100% and he gets them so goofed up on happy juice that somehow they beat Penn State in a miracle win, right? Cause Penn State's not great. I mean, they're not great either. Like, we we gave them a 21-point lead, and then we had to drop the ball in the end zone before we went to overtime with that team. They're not great. But if Penn State loses, see, that's the key here. That, as Michigan fans, that's what we should really be hoping for, that Tony Robbins' dick, P.J. Fleck, can go ahead and coach his little ins- inspirational ass off. Row that boat, P.J., you motherfucker, to a win. Because if you can beat Penn State, and then Penn State, I'm convinced, is going to lose in Ohio. They're going to go into Columbus and get fucking jail raped, in my opinion. I don't think there's, I don't think there's even a shot there. So that gives them two losses, right? Ah, shit. I don't know, man. I don't even. I just thought about it. If Ohio State beats Penn State, we're fucked. Because then we, oh, well, no. Because if we beat Ohio State, we should still go to the Big Ten title game. This is like 2016 all over again, right? If Penn, if Penn State loses to Ohio State and then we beat Ohio State, we've got it. As far as I know, we should go to the Big Ten title game, unless there's some weird head-to-head thing that would fuck us because Penn State's got it. But then Penn State loses to Ohio State, we beat Ohio State, that should give us the in, the, the right? I think so. I don't know, because Ohio State will only have one loss in conference, so that'll probably fuck us. Anyways, I don't know. That's, I mean, I just, fuck, I don't even know, man. We're going to have to ask football Jesus at the end of this. Somehow, someway, he gets us into that, that fucking title game. But, no, I think, I think Minnesota's a joke. Absolutely, 100% a joke. I can't stand their coach. I think he's a fucking douche. I think any anytime anybody plays that big of, look how good I am, what kind of great guy I am, uh, there are skeletons in the closet, and there could be like actual real skeletons in the closet. Now, I'm not saying he's killing anybody. I'm just joking. Um, all right. So, do you believe now? This must be a very popular question because I've heard this on another podcast. Um, do you believe Speed and Space was a bust and should be, or should we scrap it? I heard it as is Speed and Space dead. Whatever. Here's my answer. I just think speed and space is a 357 Magnum, and we have no one who can shoot that fucking thing. Our bullets, actually, you know what it is? Our bullets belong to a 357 Magnum, and we have a 22 right now because our quarterback can't make the throws. He can't make the throws, he just can't. He can't throw the ball downfield. Uh, he can't make more than one read at a time. I mean, he's limited. I mean, he's he's at the top. He's at the top of being limited. Like, he's a real high-class 8, right? He's a real high-class 8. But we're asking him to do 9 and 10s, 9 and 10 things. Like, we're asking him to do what Joe Burrow does. Uh, there's no way in hell you could ever compare Shea Patterson to Joe Burrow. Like, it just ain't happening, right? There. Uh, two of we're asking him to do two of things that's that's not happening it's just not I mean uh, you know here's the thing I get tired of people bagging on Gaddis and saying well is it dead and all this fucking crap listen he can only call up so many plays and if our quarterback can't fucking read the play and make the best decision what good was the play he called that's all I'm saying. So we don't have the dude to make the right fucking play, and Harbaugh really doesn't believe in any one of our other th- of our other three dudes. Uh, Run the MC, Milton or McNamara, believes in none of them. So we're stuck with this real. I'm going to say he's a seven. Actually, he's a high functioning seven. So we're stuck with this guy. So, yes, Speed and Space is crippled because we don't have a guy who can do it. They'd be like, Adam, I want you to work in the fucking United Nations, but not for America, but for Spain. I don't know Spanish. So, yes, I would be an awful, awful fucking... Translator for the United Nations for the cu- fucking country of Spain because I don't know how to fucking speak the language. You're asking Shea Patterson to speak Swahili at this point. That cat can't do it. It's impossible. So no, it, with the right dude, Speed and Space will work. With the right dude. He's just not the right dude. So, no, uh, we don't need to scrap it. We need to scrap Shea Patterson. But we got one more year with this kid. We got three, not nah, one more year. What am I talking about? We got three games left with this kid. Four when we go to the bowl. We got possibly four games with this kid left. That's it. And then we can say goodbye to John O'Corn 2.0 and hope to God. Now, what I am going to say for the offseason is I don't care if the ball boy, Can make speed and space work. You give that motherfucker a goddamn scholarship and let him start. I don't care. Who's in line to be the next fucking dude? I am sick of this, well, he's earned it bullshit. No, he hasn't. If he doesn't earn it on the field or make the passes or make knows the plays, he doesn't deserve to fucking be the starter. I'm tired of this goddamn Shea Patterson, John O'Corn horse shit that we've been dealing with for the last fucking four years. I'm done with it. I am just done. If the motherfucker can play, I don't care. Dude, if a girl can fight with ringlets, can put a goddamn helmet on her head and throw it fucking 40 yards downfield and let that get girl get in there and fucking sling that goddamn ball around, I don't give a shit. I'm just tired of watching us struggle. And we've got a, supposedly a coach who is the... Goddamn quarterback whisperer. So I don't I'm losing my mind to a certain part of this and I'm sorry. I did want to bag on Shay and all this cuz he seems like a very nice kid. Like I told you, he reads the blind people and pushes fat people in carts. He can't be that bad of a person. I know I've referred to him as the fart in the elevator, which he really is, but he's like the nicest fart possible. He's not like a hangover fart. He's like after you had a whole bunch of strawberries or something. He's still a fart, but he's, you know, he's not so, he's, you know, it's Awful, but it's not awful, awful. Ugh. All right. Let's go to the next one. Question for you. Uh, thought on Black not being much of a factor this year. I don't believe he has done enough to go to the NFL, but I do think that there's a decent possibility that he transfers. Well, you might be right. <laughs> I'd be, I'll be honest, man. I don't know what breaking two feet in consecutive years and then coming back and what that does to your body. I really don't. Now, my hips hurt if I sit down for too long. So, I can only imagine what fucking two broken feet feel like trying to get back. All I know is that if he could ever reach the the Tariq Black level of the first couple games of 2017, we've got a player who can go to the NFL. Now, in basic... And just tradition, Michigan tradition will probably waste his talents as a wide receiver. I know we've had Braylon Edwards and we've had, you know, name them all, Derek Alexander. We've, you know, we've had them. We've had great Manningham, you know, uh, Mercury Hayes, uh, Imani Toomer. We've had a history of great wide receivers. Uh, we only waste them because we can't find a fucking quarterback to throw them the fucking ball. We just can't find a fucking quarterback, so we waste talent. Um, No, I think Tariq Black, yeah, he needs to stay. There's no fucking way. He tries to go to the NFL now. They will laugh him out of the draft. They will. Now, Nico Collins... He's going to go to the NFL. That kid's ready to go. He's got a grown man body. He can run grown man routes. Whenever you need him, he can adjust to the ball and catch it because he's had to do his whole fucking career at Michigan. So we can't find a guy who can throw the ball to where Nico could run under it. And then DPJ, I don't know. I think he's still hurt, to be quite honest, DPJ. So maybe. But, yeah, Tariq, I think if Tariq Black, yeah, Tariq, whatever. Yeah, Tariq Black, if he comes back next year, I think then he can go to the NFL. Because there, he'll be the guy, right? Because I think DPJ and Nico are going to leave. Then it's going to be him, Saner still, Giles Jackson. You know, uh, I think we've got we've got a lot of young kids coming in, but he'll have that that leadership as as an elder statesman type. So no, this year, no, not at all. He has done nothing. I agree with you. Uh, now, if he transfers, I think it's foolish. Because why would you want to transfer when all you have to do is just wait next season and you'll be the man? I mean, it could happen. Listen, kids are fucking transferring like crazy. And I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. But if I had to guess, I would say 70% chance he stays. Because I think he's he's a smart kid. He comes from a good family. Uh, you know, So he's not erratic. He doesn't have crazy ideas. I think the kid's smart enough to realize that he hasn't done enough to... To go to the NFL, to reach the mountaintop yet, right? But one more season, and he can do it. And I hope he sees that. I really do, because I would, I loved him when, it, when I first saw him in 2017, I thought we had a game breaker. Matter of fact, I thought he had a better year, and all he played was four games compared to DPJ, who played all season long. So, next question. Uh,. Let's see, curious to see how your son is doing And if he's enjoying his military experience That's part of the first question So I'll answer that right now He's uh, doing fucking fantastic Actually, he's a fucking beast This kid is, uh, from the time he was nine He always wanted to be in the Navy He wanted to be a Navy SEAL and now he's really doing things to make his dreams come true. He's a hard-working son of a bitch. And, yeah, he loves it. He fucking loves his... He loves being in the Navy. I think it's been better for him than anything I could have done. Uh Not because I couldn't teach him how to be a man, because I think uh part of what his mother and I have done has made him an amazing person. But I think it's that whole... You know, authority. Uh, make your fucking bed. Bullshit that I didn't care about, but really drilled into his head. That's really going to help him uh, to dig down deep when there's times that he that he doesn't think he can do it because he it's so routine. He's he's, you know, he knows every. You know, he like he's really doing mundane things. You'd be surprised how that builds a foundation. Um, oh, he loves it. He absolutely loves it. I talked to him actually just today. Fantastic kid. Love him to death the best ever so uh yeah no thank you for asking i love talking about my son so anytime you guys want to ask about him i will blab on because he is literally the greatest thing i have ever done or ever been a part of um so how do you feel about run dmc after saturday's game he didn't look so great versus maryland do you agree with uh okay well let's just do that one um yeah, but you know what though? What did he have like seven, seven for eight, or what? What did we have? Seven attempts at throwing the ball. Uh, he, like I said in the last episode, I think I just I don't think backup quarterbacks are relief pitchers. He's not going to be the hammer of God, uh, Mariano Rivera. Like he needs to warm up too. He needs a chance to have like a whole half to really see what he's going to do. And coming in in the fourth quarter. I just I I don't I don't think that's enough. Yeah, he wasn't great. He wasn't fantastic. Sure, I get you. Fine. And you're gonna see sporadic bullshit. You're gonna see it. Like he looked great against Notre Dame. Looked awful in the Maryland game. I still believe he's our future. I think Joe Milton's going to give him one hell of a run for the money. So, if, in my opinion, run DMC better get his shit together and better start making those passes because I think Joe Milton's a real deal. I mean, that kid's got arm strength. <laughs> he's, dude, all he has to do is get the mental part of it, which I, which would be the only thing I can think of, is it just because he's younger and he might not know the whole the whole playbook yet. Maybe I don't know, but because. Joe Milton's tools are fucking next level, man. Next level shit. And I I still think the same thing with Run DMC. I still think Run DMC is about 20 pounds too light with the way he plays ball. But, uh, you know, hey, you know, I'm sure there's some legal steroids out there somewhere. Uh, Now, do I agree with the college football playoff rankings, one through ten? Do I think where Michigan fell is appropriate? Um, and he also loves how the first four are going to play each other. I, To be quite honest, I think that this ranking, is, I don't really care, to be quite honest. I think where Michigan fell, yeah, okay. I think we're 14th. It's kind of appropriate, right? Um, but yeah, the reason why those four teams play each other right off the bat, it's all drama. They, they, I mean, I'll be honest. They are making college football into an absolute TV show, right? Like, we already know it is, but why wouldn't you do that? You want to create a certain amount of drama, I think, every week so people tune in. You want to see, well, is Alabama? What if in Alabama, LSU, who's going to get that? Who's going to win that? And if one loss... Alabama, do they have a chance to get in? Or does a one-loss LSU, who has the better resume for a one-loss in that situation? Ohio State, Penn State, because we know Penn State's not fourth. Give me a break. They're not fourth. They just are not fourth. Not one bit of that screams fourth to me. No, not one. I just, it's not going to happen, dude. I just, I don't believe it. Now, I mean, everything's going to work out for Penn State because, I mean, here are their four their four remaining games at Minnesota, Indiana at home, you got at Ohio State and at home for for Rutgers. So what, the worst they can do is two and two. That's the worst they can do. I mean, hell, I guess they could go fucking what? Um 0 oh and 4, doubt it. They're going to probably beat Minnesota. So I to be quite honest, so they'll probably go 3 and 1. They'll probably go 3-1 because there's no way on God's green earth they're beating Ohio State. I just Now with that, they're going to beat at Columbus. At Columbus. They barely beat Pitt. At Pitt. And that's in the same fucking state. They're not going to go to the shoe and then fucking shock the world. I, I mean, I guess it could happen because they have a better history of doing it than we do. But, fuck, I, I don't see it. So, yeah, they'll go 3-1. and and they'll end up being the second best team in the fucking East. And we'll be stuck in third or whatever the fuck. Actually, I don't know. We're going to beat Ohio State. We're going to fucking beat that team. So, uh, yeah, no, it's a TV show. They're doing that all for drama. It's uh, It was 100% set up that way. I don't believe it to be any other way. Because as you guys all know, I kind of believe in fucking conspiracy theories. I just do. I think it's fun. I think it's interesting. And Why not? I mean, who hasn't been cheated on before? Well, if you've been cheated on, guess what, sweetheart? That's a conspiracy. That's right. Two people conspired against you to do something against you. That's a conspiracy. I hate to bust your nuts on it, but that's how it goes. Yes, I know it's much different on a governmental level, but trust me, it can happen. Um, now, do I believe, Here's now this one I'm very passionate about like I have all night, but this one I really love. Do you believe that the big, the B1G, needs to be realigned? Um, now, it depends, right? Now, if you're going to go back to the, leg- like the legends and leaders, get rid of the fucking names, but if you were to do that, I would be okay with that. Now, I'll give you my opinion here in a minute on what I think needs to happen, but now... The Legends and Leaders was the way we did shit from 2011 to 2013, right? And I wish we had Harbaugh back then because we would have gone to every fucking um, Big Ten title game. Uh, We had the Legends. Iowa, Michigan, Michigan State, Minnesota, Nebraska, and Northwestern. Tell me we couldn't be at the top of that fucking division. Right now we are us in us in Minnesota and we'd have to play Minnesota. we've already whipped their ass. So it would be us in Minnesota at the top of that division. Last year we would have won that division. Uh, almost every year since Harbaugh's been here, we would have won that division. Now here's the leaders: Illinois, Indiana, Ohio State, Penn State, Purdue, and Wisconsin. That's a pretty fucking solid group because you've got – that's what I like about this is that you've got three really good teams in each one of the divisions, and then you've got like a mid-level and then a couple of hopefuls, right? So in the in the legends, you've got the obviously Michigan, Iowa, and Michigan State, three solid teams that will be competing for it every year. And then you have the few hopefuls, and you've got the Minnesotas, the Nebraskas, and the fucking – Northwestern's, right? Northwestern will jump up every once in a while and make a shot at it. And that's this is why I don't know if I really like the division thing. But still, I mean, and then in the leaders, you have Ohio State, Penn State, and Wisconsin with Illinois or Indiana trying to make a jump at the top. So just let me say, then we have to split up Maryland and Purdue. Or Maryland and Rutgers, throw them wherever the fuck. Who cares? Those are two ball teams anyways. But... I don't think we need to have divisions. I would prefer if we scrap the whole division thing together. Because if you say let's just say you're let's say you're northwestern, right? And you're in the west, you've had one shot in the way that the west and the west and east has been configured from 2014 to 2019. You've had one shot at the Big 10 title game. That's it. One shot and you had a and you had to hope that all the other teams were shit. And then you got embarrassed in the Big Ten title game. The Big Ten title game last year was a fucking embarrassment. And most of the time, it ends up being an embarrassment. Um, But if you had no divisions, right, none, then you could keep two teams that you always play. So like for us, obviously we'd always have the hardest ones because we'd have Ohio State and Michigan State. And then you just backfill, and I would only do six conference games after that, because I'm tired of playing nine when all these other fucking conferences only played eight, and we fucking get jacked, right? Even an in Indiana can bite you in the ass and fuck up your whole playoff scheme when you have to play that extra ninth game when fucking Alabama's playing, uh, was it Windsor or, uh, Teddy's Barbecue School or whatever, you know, Marla's fucking Beauty School for dumb people or whatever the fuck it is. Like, whenever they're playing shithole schools in the fucking 11th week before they gotta play their rival, it's like having another bye week. So I'm tired of the nine. I'd rather have the eight. And then we'd always keep Michigan State and Ohio State. And then how you would do it is whoever the two top teams are, in the Big Ten, they play in the national title, then national title game. I'm sorry, the Big Ten title game, right? Until they increase the playoff, and then when they increase the playoff, then drop the the, the title game altogether. Then they, you know, like conference title games altogether. Because I mean, literally, in 2008, 2010, 2002, 2004, 2005, all joint Big Ten. Teams like title teams, like they shared the Big Ten title. So we find a way to always have at least one to two good teams where they can face each other. We don't need divisions. You don't need it now. You're gonna say, "Well, Michigan and Ohio State would always play each other." Not really, because look at Penn State's good. Penn State would not be Michigan Ohio State this year. It would have been last year. It would have. It would have been actually been you know out of Harbaugh's five years right now, it would have been us three, three out of the five. So what? Who cares? It's better than not, like, for us especially, and I know I'm very us-centric, so that's what I care about. We are usually one win away from going to a playoff. Yes, and if that means we got to play Ohio State and then Ohio State again, then I'm fine. I'm fucking for it. Let's do that, because I don't think they could... In 2016, you think they could have beat us twice? No. They didn't even beat us once in 2016. So, yeah, I think we need to get rid of the divisions altogether. Get rid of the divisions. Best two teams play each other in the fucking Big Ten title game. Plain simple, done and over with. And I think you'll get rid of everything. Because you still have Wisconsin jump up. You'll still have Iowa. You'll still have Michigan Well, Michigan State's garbage. So, Penn State, there's still enough teams that will make a run at it. You know? I, I think divisions Divisions need to either be realigned. Like I said, legions, legends and leaders. I can't even say it's so lame. Legends and leaders, add the fucking two knucklehead teams on either side, whatever ones you want to put them on. I mean, more than likely, give us Rutgers on the legend side and throw fucking Maryland on the leader side. I mean, either way, I'll take Maryland every fucking year. I don't care. But, you know, I just, I think it's so much better. And you can guarantee that the the top two teams will always play each other. Always. You will never have an Ohio State fucking Northwestern again. (laughs) You just won't. So it's more exciting. And I don't care if it's Ohio State, Michigan, Ohio State, Michigan. No one seemed to give a shit when it was fucking Alabama, LSU, and then in the national title game, Alabama, LSU. No one seemed to give a shit then. So why the fuck should we care if we got to play Ohio State twice? If we pull off the first win... Good. Let's hope they have another loss in that season and we don't have to see them again. Or let's sack up and beat them again. Or if we lose in the first matchup, let's get another shot at them. Plain and simple, man. Let's just do it. So much better. So, with that, guys, this is the end of it. Um, You know, I love that. I'm actually starting to love Ask Me Anything. This is becoming one of my favorite ones. Um... Yeah, I don't know what the next show I'll be doing this week. I'm going to throw one more in there. I'm sure it's probably going to be the big games in the B1G. Uh, they're not overly exciting, but there's like two or three that might might end up... something. I mean, you got Minnesota, Penn State, so that's a good one. And you know, you've got that whole Maryland-Ohio State game. <laughs> Who knows what will happen this year? Um, so, yeah, whatever. We'll see what happens. But, uh, guys... Thank you for participating. I fucking love it. Absolutely love it. Once again, if you guys want a fucking sticker, please leave a review on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, I believe it's the same damn thing, or go to the fan page, the Michigan Maniacs Podcast fan page on Facebook. Leave a review. DM me, all right? Let me know your full name. What platform, your address, and I will send you a sticker. I am ordering more. I didn't think I was going to have to do this, but I am ordering more. I'm very excited about this. So thank you, guys. I love the participation. You guys have been fantastic. And, you know, it is great. It is great to be a Michigan Wolverine, right? It is great to be a Michigan Wolverine. And always and forever, guys. Go Blue because we don't have the dude who can do it